Hey everybody, I want to take a second to tell you about Snagit 2022. I don't have time to go into all the details about Snagit 2022, but it has a variety of options for fast and easy to use video creation. It's got new ways to work across devices and platforms with the new cloud library. And your purchase or upgrade includes your first year of maintenance and the newly updated Snagit certification course. With 20 plus videos of Snagit how-tos, certification is a great way to help you speed up your workflows, unlock potential, and get your work done faster. So check out Snagit 2022 today at snagit.com. And now, back to the podcast. I think one of the biggest mistakes I see happen is people try to rush through things. They're trying to do it so quickly and they're trying to focus on all the things that have to happen during that recording. Uh, and they get distracted by all the world around them that if you just take a couple minutes to focus, make sure that's what your intent is and that's what you're doing, you're gonna make a better screen recording. If you're gonna start recording your screen, turn off your notifications. They're gonna distract you, they're gonna distract the viewer, they're gonna take attention away from what you're trying to give attention to. I love the analogy of you know, setting up a, a physical camera and, and checking out what it looks like when you're on camera. It's the exact same thing with your screen recording. Make sure everything looks good and sounds good before you go to record that big, long, nice video. Hey everybody, Matt Pierce, Learning and Video Ambassador. I'm here with Andy Owen and Justin Simon. We've got another great episode. We are going to be talking about the mistakes you might make when you are screen recording, especially if you're getting started. It's so easy to make just simple mistakes that will cost you time, effort, and just kind of frustrate you. So let's let's jump in here, gentlemen, because I think we've got a lot that we can cover because I think we all, and what I think is great, our format here is we've, we're all at very different levels of experience of screen recording. And I think for once, this one time, I probably am the seasoned veteran of the group yes, compared you are. to- to the both of you, uh, and Andy, I think absolutely. Are, Andy, are you the on the actually less probably screen recorded less? I might be. I was gonna say I'm definitely less than you. I was gonna say Justin may have. Uh, I don't know. I've been here long enough. I, I may got have. Year, I got years on you. I've got years. Yeah, okay, on I definitely you am the lowest. Knowledge. Good. <laughs> that, that makes me feel better. So I can come in as the one who's like, I don't know. Um, no, screen recording is a different animal than video production in general. So this is a good topic, I think, because uh, a lot of people feel like, oh, I can press record on a camera. It's the same thing. I'll just record my screen. So much more to it. So let's let's start off. So, okay, so set, we'll set up a premise that I think help guide our conversation because I think otherwise it will go crazy. So we're, we're going to make some type of screen recording. It could be for any purpose, marketing, training, whatever. But let's start at the very beginning. And we're not talking about scripting, production, stuff like that. We're actually about ready to hit record. Where is the first thing? What's the first thing you think you need to do? Or what's the biggest mistake you make first? Justin or Andy, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the, I can tell you the biggest mistake that I consistently make uh, is it has to do with mics. So either having the wrong mic selected or not having a mic selected at all. Uh, I one time made a a 30 minute training video to walk no. somebody how to do something on the blog and I didn't have my microphone turned on the entire time. I got into Camtasia, la di da di da, opened it up and the the track levels were at zero. And so- It was a 30 minute recording? Yep. Well, I was recording oh. a process, so my, my plan was to record the entire process, speed it up, and then I was going to narrate over it, but the problem with that was 
is I did the narration and I was going to right. tie it down. So then I had to try to piece together the narration with the oh. spit. It was a whole, it hurts. It was a whole thing, I, but Justin, yeah. I wish I could say that I've never done that, but I think I, rather than not having a mic selected, I had the, like my MacBook internal mic selected and actually i don't too. know which is worse i don't i like no sound always like oh well, there's no sound nothing i can do it's like because you could almost go with the macbook pro audio but it was just like ugh, grating on me I'm like no i can't do that yeah that's terrible <laughs> i did that with cameras before where i have two very similarly angled cameras right so i've got my my laptop's web camera and then i've got my dslr just above it and if you pick the wrong one and you don't notice because they're very similar when you're looking at a small thumbnail of it and you just start recording. And, and again, it's like, well, all right, it's, it's fine. It's good enough if I wanted to, but now I got to scrap it and start over. So, okay. We got one, check your settings before you begin, because you're probably got something that is different. And I, and I, you know, and I don't know, and I won't attribute this to Camtasia, but I've seen other programs that just keeps resetting. Cause like I have earphones that I, pull in and out and I've got different couple different microphones and it you just got it you can't guarantee that it has remembered even though I think most modern programs should remember um <laughs> I know zoom is a, a a bad offender for me for that purpose it yeah. just keeps forgetting what things are I think one thing that I notice is that like if I haven't walked through a screen recording pro the process I'm going to do there's always something that goes wrong like a pop up or something opens in the like let's say i was gonna record zoom is a bad offender about this too i'm sorry zoom i we love you but hate you uh you know like it opens up on a different window every single time like so just going through forgetting to go through that process and see like what is gonna where's it gonna open is it gonna be inside of my recording region is one that i make that oh, mistake yeah. too many times too yeah that's that's a really good point because i've done that before with um you know particular programs where if you select rather than recording your full screen you might select a particular browser window and it's only going to show that. So if you do have another pop-up or another window that's going to pull up in front of that, I've had I've had ones before. Again, I've made enough of these where you record it, you get done, you watch it through, and you're like, oh, what I have on there isn't even on the screen, is it? Because there's an <laughs> extra window that pops up yep. in front of it. And you weren't, re even though it looks like you're recording it to your eye, you chose browser window and not in entire, you know, monitor screen or whatever. So even those little tips again, yeah. about like making sure your selection process is the same for what you're going to walk through. Yeah. I made a, a video today just for a coworker, just for Jesse actually. And, and I wanted to just show her how to do something. And, and it was just a finder window on my Mac and I just recorded the Mac window. And when I typed something into the, the search bar, the drop down part that I wanted to show went off camera. Like it just went off screen and I was like, Oh, come on. So I just had to record just out of the finder window. Um, but it's funny. You talk about like the things that pop up or pop off screen because the mistake that I was going to bring up was, things that pop up on our screens, right? So uh, for, for us, it's notifications, whether it's uh, someone messaging you in a chat app or uh, even not just on your computer screen when you're recording, but like your phone is sitting right next to your computer and probably near your mic. Did you put do not disturb on your phone? Guys, did you put do not disturb on your phone before we started this? Okay, uh, go turn <laughs> right, check, everyone disturb. check your phones. <laughs> okay, we're, we're good now. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of those things. Suddenly you hear <laughs> off camera, and everyone knows what it is, so clearly ding. takes everyone right out of the recording. Yep, ding. Wait. <laughs> there you go. Yep. 
No, it's it's another great another great one, Andy. They're just being aware of what is going to show on your screen because uh, you know, and it was interesting. Again, there's lots of different contexts we could put this in, but I was in a meeting. I watched someone's pop up, and I was, it was, you know, someone I don't know. But the first thing I did, I tried to read what that notification said, <laughs> which is totally yeah. rude of me. It's none of my business. But it's like, oh, what did that say? It's so I think just very common out, and people are going to do that. They're going to look at. I think that even goes into another one is just thinking about what is it that you're showing, what's mm-hmm. on your screen in general. Do you want someone to see that? And that's everything from apps to thumbnails of like icons and things like that to, you know, your background, your desktop. Like, is it appropriate? Is it uh, even if it's not, I'm not even talking about appropriate from like, a, oh, that's inappropriate. It's more like, do you want them to see that? Is that the message you want to send to them that you're, you know, like uh, totally into that thing or whatever? Like. You know, mm-hmm. that I have a thousand is. tabs open on my browser or a million <laughs> things on my on my uh, desktop icons that I have to clean up. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that reminds me of a conversation we had a, on another episode where we were talking about what's on your camera, right? The distractions that are in your background. If I suddenly have a Funko Pop on screen, he fell off, but you get the point. <laughs> if I suddenly have a Funko Pop on the corner of my screen, you probably can't see it in the window I'm in now. That's distracting. People are going to look at it and try and figure out what character is that and who is it and what's he a fan of? And it's like, no, just focus right here. I want you to see what I want you to see. And then the same is true of your desktop. Yeah, if you've got, you know, even family pictures, which aren't inappropriate, but they're going to distract because now it's like, oh, how old are your kids? I have kids that are similar. Like, that's not what the conversation is about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, there's just so many things like I... Uh, so I had a, someone reach out to me recently and they're, they're asking me some, for some advice about some videos they're making. And they're like, can you tell if these other people's videos, not their videos, if these other videos were made with Camtasia? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, there's a sure way to know for, for certain. I went and I scrubbed through the video and I looked for things like desktop application icons, right? Like, um, which good or bad, but like, I know that I, if anytime you guys have your screens up, I will look to see what tools you're using, what things you're running, because I'm curious. And I, and, and sometimes it leads me to think, hmm, maybe I want to try that out. So it's not necessarily all bad, but like you said, Andy, I think it's like, look at my eyes. I'm here. Focus on me. Don't get distracted by the shiny objects at the bottom of the screen. Absolutely. And we're all curious people. So, I mean, if something grabs our attention, we're going to focus on it. Yeah, I was going to say even the unshiny objects, right? Like desktop icon, that's nothing in particular, but it's a distraction. It's it's any of those pieces that are going to take away from the the actual content that you're going to try to show. And again, it's it's sort of like we've talked about in other areas. You can do some things in the the edit to try to maybe clean it up and and hide some of it, but now you got more work in your edit than boy, wouldn't it be just nice if you had cleaned it all ahead of time and just it's done. Absolutely. It's about saving time, saving time and effort. So you don't have to do that. Well, since we're talking, Justin, you brought up tabs and we all probably know that Google Chrome, if you're a Chrome user is, and probably the other browsers to some degree, kind of a bad offender about using processing power. And I am guilty of having too many things running, trying to do too many things at one time, but this can impact your computer's performance and impact the recording. So um, I don't know. I'm trying to look, let's see how many programs do I have running right now that I could shut down that I haven't, you know, uh, I'm guilty again, but, um, I think just trying to hide some of those, get, 
turn off everything you don't need is another <laughs> another mistake people make because it here and here's the and Justin maybe you know this Andy maybe you know this but if it, it can affect your performance in terms of actual number of frames captured because there's not processing mm -hmm. power available mm -hmm. you can't actually capture more frames because the computer is going to literally say I want to do these other things I need to do these other things so I can't dedicate right. more resources to your screen capture yeah fun hmm. fact no, that's, that's a good reminder that's a good reminder. I actually have. I looked just when you said that. I, I did the you know command tab on the Mac to see like how many op, how many uh, pieces of software do I have running right now. I have ten. I should have shut some of them down. If I start getting laggy, we can all blame those things. In fact, one of them's Premiere Pro. I really should have closed that before we started this meeting. <laughs> and if you see my eyes dart to the side in a minute, it's because I'm about to close it because that is probably what's causing some lag right now. Because that especially uh, video editing software is going to steal. Uh, that processing power very much. So yeah, whoops. Whoopsie. <laughs> I did it to be an example. <laughs> that, that, good example, Andy, good example. Thank you. Another, well, another mistake, yeah, I was gonna say another mistake I'll add in, um, and it ties into my previous horror story of recording a 30 minute uh, video only to find out I didn't have narration is, um, and we've touched on in the past, but make a test recording before you dive into your your big recording right totally. like i could if i would have just spent five minutes i would have realized oh i don't have or, or honestly um sometimes with these external mics you can have the external mute button on it and so it looks active when it's in the program but you've got it muted here and so i'm like oh no i've got that right one checked but then i look over and the right. you know the red is on here so um that that helps you solve hopefully the problems and learn from my mistakes you know and it's easier said than done because i was going to say well you can always check like when you're recording with camtasia like it'll give you a little audio meter but man you're right if you if you see that it's green in the software then okay we're good to go i've highlighted it but you forget to check like if is there meter is it actually getting any sound from me right now mm -hmm. and oh the light is flashing it is not or yeah, like what matt what matt said is it's picking up the wrong mic so you're like i'm green yeah. good to go and it's like oh crap it's picking up the you know the one out of my lap it's picking up the one on my laptop and not the one out of my nice sounding mic right yeah the test actually the test recording has helped me uh with a different problem actually which was uh recording size um so i thought even even seeing like the recording size on my screen thinking it was good but then bringing it into my editor and realizing ooh, you know that's that's not the resolution i meant to be recording at i need it to be larger and maybe i'll maximize the window to fill my space and get a get a larger recording um but yeah if you don't test it then you don't really know and then if you've if you've done a 30 minute recording you're really going to be hesitant to go back and do it all over again so Best to do a, a little test slice first. Yeah, I think I, I think similarly the especially when it comes to like I've got a 4K monitor, but then I've got a Mac mm -hmm. monitor which isn't really 16 by nine, and just having made that mistake of trying to capture something, then I've got some funky sizes to deal with. Uh, yeah, it's always best until you get to. I think you can avoid this a little bit later on once you know your system. But like I've still occasionally run into that problem. Where like the res because the resolutions on each screen is a little bit different, it just doing a quick practice like you said makes a, just a world of difference and saves. Again, this is all about saving time in the long run. Yeah, it's kind of a pain to like oh I gotta take that bring it into the editor, but I'm not asking you to do ten hours. We're asking you to do do a thirty seconds and make sure things are working and it's gonna look the way you want. Just just Andy, I'm guessing you probably do this with with the cameras, right? Like you set it up and you're yeah. you're making sure it looks the way you want it to look before you actually are recording the stuff that you're going to go live with or not live with. Yeah, it. absolutely. Edit. 
Right. Even even for post production. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to record a test clip. I'm going to play it back. I'm going to make sure that I've got the audio. I'm going to make sure that it's in focus. I'm going to make sure the colors balance the way I want it to. And it's the same with screen recording. You're going to kind of make a little mental checklist. Does this does this look right? Am I cutting things off? Am I showing too much? Um, and I mean, a lot of times, like you said, you can cut things out later in post. But how much work do you want to do afterward? Um, so we can mitigate those things by cutting them out from the recording area before you start. You know, Camtasia especially will default to like your entire screen, which is great. But, you know, it'll show its own recording light, which doesn't really matter. But again, if we want to get rid of as many distractions as possible, there's that red flashing light for Camtasia at the top. And I usually just kind of start under that screen. Uh, and that way I just show the whole of my desktop. Uh, and it's it's just one more thing that I tried to do to kind of make it a little more precise for uh, for a screen recording. But how will I know that you're using Camtasia if you don't record that part? And I Andy? thought about you. I thought about <laughs> you when I when I was thinking about th when you said that. I was like, oh man, I would be his worst nightmare because I try to hide everything that I'm using. <laughs> which which is fair, right? Like, and I don't think that's the intention to to try to tell people that way. But it's it's it, like you said. I love that you said it's a distraction. It's one motion, movement, light cha changes. They draw the eye and you want to avoid that if you can, because that's not the thing you really want your viewer to, to notice. Right. I mean, why do you think police use a flashing light? It's to get your attention. <laughs> like, <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to not get people's attention with distractions, get rid of the flashing lights, get rid of the, the blinks, blinks, the blinkies. I don't know. The blinky lights, whatever they are, <laughs> the, the flashing icons. <laughs> okay. So we, a little bit. we've talked about uh, that. What are, what are some of the other challenges that you guys have run into mistakes you've seen beginners make that you would, would warn our audience against? You know, I think a, uh, a big one. Oh, go ahead, Andy. Well, I was just going to say, and, and maybe you were going to say something similar, but winging it for the first time, uh, you know, I've never done a screen recording before. I know, I know the process I'm about to show somebody. I can just press record and go, and it'll be fine. Uh, that's usually not the case. For some people, absolutely, you can do it. Matt's done this for a long time. Matt can wing some things, but I bet even Matt's going to tell you, nope, it's better when I'm prepared. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's always better. Especially like... It's always better. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, especially quiet. for an for uh, for external, uh, internal. Eh, you know, I've got to send somebody some feedback on something, or um, I've got to you know show some data. Unless it's a super wide share out where I want to look really nice and really good, and um, maybe last a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, anything you're kind of putting out to the world, probably a good idea not just to go wing it. And it's for all the things we've talked about in other episodes where. You're going to talk about more things than you think you're going to. You're going to ramble on probably a little bit. You're going to go off topic. So I think, yeah, having it um, at least rehearsed in some ways is is going to be super helpful. Well, and it's even going to help you with that. Well, I'm sorry, Matt. I could tell you about to say something, but it even helps you with that walkthrough piece, right? Where it's like our thing that Matt said earlier, our thing's going to pop up on screen. Our, you know, is it going to require a password at this point? Oops, I wish I'd already put in the password. Oops, I wish I'd already done this. Now I'm going to, you have to watch too much of the behind the scenes work of getting there and not enough of the actual point of my video. Or edit yeah. it all out. <laughs> yeah. Spend time, you know, having to cut all those pieces out. And make sure those right. now, now does your story still work for how you were going to line those up? And oh, maybe you yeah. got to go back and re record that one thing. And again, all of the trouble that goes with re recording, make sure your mm -hmm. sound say, you know, your voiceover sounds the same. Make sure your screen stuff is your screen resolution is the same. Like all of those little <laughs> nitty gritty things that um, if you were, if you didn't just go ahead and wing it, you'd be better off. 
Well, I was going to say, I think with all of these pieces of advice, there's a sliding scale here that of how much you need to do. Because Justin, you brought this up that for an internal, if I'm just giving feedback for, for somebody and I know it's not going to take me 30 minutes, it's going to take me five. Maybe if the fact, if I don't do all the tests and do everything, it's fine. If I have to spend five more minutes, yeah, it stinks, but oh well. But as soon as it's going to go public or it's going to be something that you want to have, you know, in terms of your tri trifecta of qual quality, fast and cheap, you want it to be high quality, you know, you're going to have to spend some time doing these things. And if you don't do them, you, even if you're not burned that first time, there will come a time where you'll, you'll feel like, oh my gosh, I just wasted this time. It's not the quality that I want now. Um, but so... Be, be flexible. I, mean, I think my point is be flexible here, right? Just you're not, it's not a one size fits all for all these. But the one that I want to make sure we hit on is, and I, I've had to do this recently. So what you can't see behind this side of the camera, other side of the camera is another table. And my oldest son who's doing college virtually online, he, that's his workspace. So we're, I, I have a shared office of all things, right? And I have to make sure every morning we go through the schedule and I say, okay, well, at 11 o'clock, I'm doing uh, this presentation. At, you know, at 2 o'clock today, I, I did the live stream. At 3.45, I'm recording the jam session. So that, like, he knows a couple things. One, if, he, like, if you're going to be in here, you can't talk during the, those particular times. Other times, like, people have been uh, in the calls with meetings with me. They hear the Spanish in the background or whatever he's doing. <laughs> But also he knows not to come barging in. And there have been a few times when I've had to be like, I'm off camera going, my hand's going like this, get get, get out of here to like the nine-year-old because they, they didn't realize the sign is up. We're, you know, we're trying to, I'm recording, but it, it's, you know, I think it's less of a big deal than it ever has been. You know, 2020 did us that favor. However, yep. those distractions, it, one, it distracts me from the thing that I'm doing, but two, it can introduce noise. It can introduce other problems that, again, I don't want to have to necessarily try to go back and edit and fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and distracting you may be even the bigger problem here. Maybe not the viewer. You know, the viewer, again, is accepting of the world we live in right now. And a lot of us are at home and a lot of us have those distractions. But, man, if you're on a roll and you've got a, a train of thought going to, to not alert people that you're recording and to have them suddenly come into your space just pulls you out of what you were doing such a good job of and and really can mess things up. So, um, and not intentionally, it's no one's fault necessarily, except my own for not putting a notice up. Uh, my son actually plays video games down here in the afternoons and knowing that we were recording, I said, hey, why don't you take the Nintendo Switch upstairs with you today? Cause I'm gonna need some quiet downstairs. And so I can hear him laughing and talking to his friends upstairs, <laughs> but he's not doing that down here, so. And and Justin, Andy said, knows he said we're doing a good job and I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, we try. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. I think we're getting close on time here, so I want to make sure that um, we get we get things wrapped up. So as we do this, we always like to take our final take. Before we do that, because you know, if you don't get through the final take, that's fine. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the Visual Lounge podcast. Let us know what you think. Like, write, rate it leave a review, do whatever you're doing because we want to get better. We want to make sure that we're providing things for you. And one thing I'll say is that if you have questions, you want us to address a question, leave us some feedback. You can email thevisuallounge at techsmith.com and we'll take that question. And who knows, we might just turn it into an episode that we, or we talk about 
your question and give you some advice. So let us know. We'll be posting that around in other places as well. But of course, as our podcast listeners, we want you guys to have that opportunity to interact with us directly because frankly, we think it's way more interesting to answer your questions than just to keep telling you things that maybe you don't care about. So, all right, let's let's roll into this. So uh, probably should make you rock, paper, scissors before the, the show starts to see who's going to go first. So Justin's ready. Uh, Justin, you want to do start with final take? Yep. Yeah, my final take is please just make a test uh, so you can see sa- or so you can hear your sound, see what your screen looks like before you do it. It's I love the analogy of you know setting up a, a physical camera and, and checking out what it looks like when you're on camera. It's the exact same thing with your screen recording. Make sure everything looks good and sounds good before you go to record that big long nice video. Perfect. Andy. If you're going to start recording your screen, turn off your notifications. They're going to distract you. They're going to distract the viewer. They're going to take attention away from what you're trying to give attention to. So just go into your computer. If it's a Mac, do not disturb. If a window, if it's a Windows, I'm sure you guys have solutions too, but I don't know them. Uh, and, and quiet the computer so that you can focus on what you're doing. Also, good advice. I'm going to go in a little bit slightly different direction. So here's, here's what I want to say for my final take. It is so easy just to try to power through and just record things and think about it as like any other thing, like you're just, you know, building a website or, you know, writing a Word document. But I think what you really need to do before you record, in addition to all the great things Andy and Justin said, take a moment and find yourself a little bit of quiet space to get into the space of what you're doing so that you can focus. I think one of the biggest mistakes I see happen is people try to rush through things. They're trying to do it so quickly and they're trying to focus on all the things that have to happen during that recording. Uh, And they get distracted by all the world around them that if you just take a couple minutes to focus, make sure that's what your intent is and that's what you're doing, you're gonna make a better screen recording because then all these other things will fall into place because you'll have taken time to make sure you're ready to to do that and to record well. So that's the final take. All right, guys, thank you so much again for such great advice, great conversation. Always look forward to it. Again, don't forget to tune into the Visual Lounge podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, and we will see you guys all next time.